You're listening to the e-commerce marketing show presented by Privy. Hey, what's up, everybody? Today, I have a great guest. I've talked to this guy before, but now back officially on the podcast, Chris Mead. He's the co-founder and chief revenue officer at CrossNet. What's up, Chris? Hey, man. Thanks for having me on. Okay, you're live in San Diego. Give me a quick update. What's been going on for you guys the last four months? Like, what's changed the last four months? What's new? It's been crazy. The orders keep rolling in. I think since we last talked, we got the Today Show. So we had like a five-minute segment on Today Show. Literally, everybody's just like setting the games up left and right. Keep getting texts from friends being like, oh, I saw CrossNet in my backyard. It's on the beach. It keeps blowing up, which is great. Since you mentioned it, let's just go into it right now. Today Show, how did that come up? I want to know like the whole process. They literally hit our chat box and they said, hey, this is Today Show with a Gmail. Literally a Gmail, not even at Today Show. And we're like, there's no chance this is Today Show. So somebody literally went and wrote in on the chat on your website, like trying to get in touch with you guys. Absolutely. Right on our little talk, the free Shopify app. They literally left a message with a at Gmail domain. And they're like, this is today's show. Like send us some cross nets and we'll put it on the show. We're like, there's no chance. And we sent it and it happened. Did you talk to them first? Like, how did you know? At what point did you go from, oh, here it is right now. I have questions about cross network online and be like, hey, yeah. I'm from the Wall Street Journal. It was crazy. She literally sent an email and her phone number. We called her and we're like, is this like the real Today Show? And she's like, yeah, it's the real Today Show. So we sent her the net and she was pretty hush-hush about it. They're like, we're making an outdoor backyard like game segment. And she wouldn't let us know what time it was going to air. She just told us the date. We made us watch like the four-hour Today Show. And then there's kids in masks playing cross net. But it was like a five-minute segment and we were just freaking out. It was awesome. What did you do? You actually had reached out to me a while ago. Yeah. I totally forgot. And that's amazing, first yeah. of all. But what happened after that? Did you like scramble to change something on the website and you didn't know when it was going to happen? Like, I want to know, what did you do? And then let's talk about what actually happened. Yeah. So she had told us it was going to go live Friday. So what I did was I created, like duplicated the Shopify theme, put everything on brand for the Today Show, had a Today Show pop-up, had a Today Show like spin a wheel when you exit. We had a banner on the top saying like, hey, Today Show friends, use code today for a discount. And then we also, we duplicated our welcome flow. So normally you sign up for a discount code, you go through a flow. The first two steps were actually with like, hey, we know you saw you on the Today Show, get your Today Show discount. So we just duplicated everything we did. Like it took pretty much a day to prep, but it was definitely worth it. That's amazing. So did you change the colors? Like you copied the theme and then rebranded to do that? Was that your Absolutely. idea? Absolutely. We did all that. We put the logos in there. We did the color schemes. We didn't do everything Today Show, but it was enough to get the message like, hey, you're from Today Show. And if somebody didn't come from the Today Show, they're like, oh, okay. I guess they're on Today Show today. How did that work? It was a good day. A real good day. So geez, you probably like sold 10x what we normally do on a normal day. Was it all almost instantly? Yeah. I remember my brother's out on the West Coast and I was on the East Coast, still in Miami. They aired it on my time and then they wouldn't air it for another three hours on his time. So we got like one spike and then we got another spike. So it was pretty cool. And then we had the funnel kind of build up for the next like three or four days of people going through the flows. Did you add any steps into that funnel? So like, obviously you want people to come in and purchase. Is there anything else? Like, did they get a different kind of like welcome series or follow up? And are they in some type of like, you know, nurture or whatever now? Yeah, absolutely. So what happened was 
we created a new segment for them. So like, these are our Today Show followers. Steps one and two, it's normally like, hey, Dave, thanks for signing up for CrossFit. Here's $10 off, join the squad. And now this one is more like, hey, thanks so much for watching the Today Show. If you didn't see already, we have a $10 off special. Use code today. So a little bit more niche down for them. So that would be steps one and two. And then we also have that segmented data. So whenever we have another appearance or whenever there's something big like that on national television again, we know these people are probably the ones in that demo watching something like that or would be interested in something like that. Got it. That's awesome. Any chance you can tell me how much in sales it was roughly? I think that day was roughly like 65 grand. Pretty good. That's earned media, right? That's the holy grail is that, that earned media. And now, hold on, let me look at your site. Do you have featured on today's show yet? Where is that? No, we have actually, so we have a new website dropping in less than a week. Okay. So we've been working on it for four months now. Yeah, that's on there. I'm really pumped for that. All right. So this is good. This is a good topic. So tell me, you have a great business. You have a great website. You've been working on a new website for four months. What did you learn from the existing site? Like, what are you trying to do? I want to try to break down some of those elements for people. This is the stuff that they love. Absolutely. What I realized was if you go to our Shopify site, it's super transactional. So we've built the world's first four-way volleyball net. And that's all cool. And you get a four-way volleyball net, you start hitting around. But in reality, there's an actual sport behind it. It's four square and volleyball put together. You have a game played to 11, you win by two. And what I've seen as my biggest pain point, it's all great to make as much money as possible. But if the end user is not going out and actually playing with the game every day, sharing it with their friends and like spreading the sport, I may be out of business in a few years. So I need that sport to keep spreading and I need the education there. So I've done a great job of selling the product on Shopify, but I'm not a designer. Like I've built the site myself. So we eventually got to the point where we needed education and I needed to trust somebody who could do the education for me. Which is saying a lot because I think this will probably air, if you're launching it next week, this will probably air with the new site. Your site now looks good. Most people would come to this and be like, this is a legit brand. Yeah, exactly. I had to make the next steps and like, we're just thinking a year, two years down the road, like there's so many people have a cross in it now, but I know there's so many people not playing the right way, which is a bummer because there's about like a five minutes of education that needs to go on and then people are just hooked. That has to be a business decision also though, right? Because the most powerful thing you can have in business is an audience. And so if you have, I don't know, let's say a couple hundred thousand people who have bought this over the years, that's valuable because you could now come up with product number two and product number three. Is that why you're doing it? Yeah, that's exactly what we're doing it. So we've upgraded all the material, the packaging materials as well to reflect that. And we just released, so we've been selling CrossFit now since 2018. And we just put out a doubles net. So it makes it two times as long, makes it a team sport. So I'm really stoked for that. We got indoor bases. We have a pool model. So there's all these different products that we're releasing. And we need the sport to just be, that's what a CrossFit is. That's how you play. Is there like an element of like, you can turn this into a lifestyle brand though, too, if you're going to showcase all those people? Yeah, that's what we're working on. I mean, I'm pumped for the day where people are like, I mean, I'm out here in San Diego. I see people set it up all the time, which is a blessing, but I can't wait to see people like have the CrossNet bag on their back. Like it's Saturday morning, they're waking up, they're going to the beach to play CrossNet. Like that's what it's becoming. And the education needs to be there to keep getting those people to go outside. And unfortunately, it may risk the sales. Like you're always thinking on the e-commerce side, like, oh, if we're not product focused first, if we're not conversion focused first, it may diminish the sales. But at the end of the day, the word of mouth, that's that free traffic. That's also super valuable. So I'll risk a percentage drop in conversion to get actually my end users to be playing all the time. Now I got your site up. Take me through what some of the big changes that you're going to make. So right there, right? You got video. You have no idea how it's played, right? So you're just seeing people play around, but you have no idea. And then boom, you scroll down and you have a product. There's no description on like how it's played. Like 
game to 11, but like, what does that mean? How do you score points? The next product, the next product. It's just all product. Buy, buy, buy. That was cool when we were a startup company. What is the story? Is it like, welcome to CrossNet. CrossNet is the fastest growing, you know, outdoor sport in the world. Absolutely. And then before you get hit with the product, it's education on how to play. Like, here's the five steps to how to play. Here's how you get eliminated. So by the time you even get to the product, you have a full understanding of how you actually play the sport. Are you worried about conversion at all? Is there a way that you're going to test it? Or is it just like a change you believe in? You're just going to make it? And yeah, no, terrified of conversion. Absolutely. I think it's the smartest move for the business. But one thing I will be A-B testing is, so you see right here, the product is the second thing in the fold, right? I'm going to have the gameplay description above that. And if I see that conversion drops too much, I'll throw a product back up and then gameplay description below to educate the consumer. Because right now on the homepage, there's just absolutely no education. Especially now that you have like a bigger brand, people know, hey, you got to go check it out. Yeah, I mean, it looks cool, but I don't know how to play it. Okay, so you're basically going to lead with the story, just flip it and lead with the story instead of the product. Precisely. What else have you learned about the site? Like, actually, let me go to a product. Take me into like the psychology of this product page, because I think you guys do a really good job with this. You do see a lot of pages that either like, they don't have social proof. They don't have any reviews. Like, I mean, this is ridiculous, right? Look at yep. these pictures. Like you guys clearly did a nice little photo shoot with your friends. You have 452 reviews. So I'm guessing people aren't just like reviewing this on their own. You probably are asking for them. This is the brand new product. So this is kind of like on a pre-sale model. If you go to the normal CrossNet, we'll have a whole dedicated landing page with like, just hit buy now. We've seen that like the more built out these pages are, and we'll A-B test the traffic too, right? So we'll drive traffic to the product page and we'll drive traffic to the homepage and see what converts better. For us, it was all about getting these reviews up, sending out these manual requests like 14 days after to see how they like it. Also like offering those upsells too. We just started doing upsells a few months ago and that's been huge for revenue. I got questions about all those things. So product page versus homepage, why even test that? So the thing that we do is when we run our ads, we'll do more like evergreen ads where it's like, Here's CrossNet in the backyard with a mom in Nebraska with her kids. And that mom might need more education and they're not as ready to buy right now. So that's when they go to the homepage, explore the product. And then we'll run something like an Olympian diving and saving and like playing like a crazy sport. And people are like, let's buy, buy, buy. So that's right to the product page. They're at the cart, two clicks, they're checked out and they have the product on the way. So you think of the audience and then where you're driving them. Those are different thoughts versus just like, I'm going to spend money on ads and just drive everybody to my homepage. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, even we'll get more granular, like we'll make family, just family pages, right? Like that are not like public, but they're just like private pages where it's like, this is a family page. You're only seeing smiling faces of families. We're only running it on like the family demographic on Facebook. So we're getting really smart about that stuff. Who's running all those ads for you? Like, are you doing that? Is somebody doing that? That feels like it's probably a ton of work to have to like come up with those 20 different segments of your audience. Absolutely. Yeah. So we have a paid social team that we work with. And then also we have in-house, we have somebody who kind of runs the paid on our end. So they're communicating back and forth and then making sure that email is on the same page. So whatever we're running with, the messaging is synced up. My guess is given that you're the chief revenue officer, you're the one managing that relationship. What are you looking for? What do you want them to report back to you on other than straight up sales? Like what level of reporting are you getting on all that stuff? My biggest thing is everyone always talks about ROAS and marketing, which makes complete sense. But for me, it's all about net profit. So the first thing I teach any employee is like, this is how much my product costs. This is my landed cost. This is my shipping cost. You now have this amount of threshold to play around with. This is my acceptable margins go and do whatever the heck you want to sell this and make us money. As long as you're not in the red, let's keep selling them. 
And that's got to be a fun marketing job. Like, okay, I'll take that. I love it how simple it is. But why do you think the focus on net profit versus ROAS? Like, what do you not like about ROAS? I think with a $150 product, sometimes it doesn't really align. Like we'll see sometimes our CPAs are like $80. That's not an acceptable CPA for us. So when we, when I boil it down to just, this is what I'm spending on Facebook. This is when you subtract it by how many units sold. This is what I actually spent on Facebook. And this was my net profit. Like I could justify, Hey, we have this much more to spend on marketing to sell more units. Uh, Cause a lot of agencies just try to ramp the ad spend up, get percentage off that ad spend. And it's uh it's very hard for an agency and uh, a company to be aligned these days because the, the thoughts are different. They want to make as much money as possible and we want to save as much money as possible. So it's really hard to find that unity. When, uh, when, you, said, when you said it's $150, are you saying that that's a, an expensive product or a not expensive product? Uh, for e-commerce, it's a typically higher than what you normally say. Right. It's not like a you know, $12 phone case or... You know, Absolutely. I mean, when you think of your average privy customer, I'm sure they sit between that 30 to $60 sweet spot. Right. So, so you, can, you can probably afford to go and spend more to acquire somebody because they're going to spend more. I got you. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, love it. Okay. That, this is really good. Um, what about, okay. So you mentioned, you mentioned getting reviews. T- take me through the process of uh, 14 days after purchase. What do you do? Yeah. So then they will, we actually just downloaded this really nice review app. Uh, called Okendo. Uh, so legit, like... Uh, what does they, it spell it? Spell it for people. O-K-E-N-D-O. Okay. Okendo. Uh, so they legit, uh, they sync up really nicely with this tool called Bizarre Voice, which we use. Uh, we can email through Clavio. So I've used a lot of tools before that make it such a pain to ask for reviews. Like it's really, really difficult. So... Uh, Okendo lets me just fire them off in Clavio, like in Clavio or Privy. I think they sync up too, uh, and just send out reviews whenever you want to whoever you want, and like have it on a, a nice, nice flow. Before it was just like pulling teeth to get reviews sent, so that's really nice. And then we use uh, for anybody that's in retail. Uh, so we just started with like Dick Sporting Goods. We're almost in every location there. Uh, Shields nationwide, Academy Sports nationwide. We use this thing called Bizarre Voice that syndicates the reviews. And so our little Shopify reviews will actually show up on these big major retailers. Uh, so it helps with the conversion on those sites. And then do you have a different, like do you have a different ask for getting um, user generated content, like pictures from people? Do you have a different flow for that? When does that go? Yeah. So that's post-purchase as well. Uh, that's in a different flow, but essentially as soon as they receive their product, uh, we'll be like, hey, do you guys want $10 off your game? Uh, $10 off your order. Send us a photo, send us a, a video, uh, submit it to info at CrossNet or tag us on social. And they send us the order number and we'll refund them right in Shopify. That's awesome. So yeah. if, I, if I buy, I'm, the next thing I'm going to get is, hey, congrats on your purchase. If you give us, ten, it, do you want $10 back if you send us a picture? How do, you, how do you confirm that? Like, is it manual? Someone has to send you a picture and then you send them 10 bucks? Yeah, so we have a team of virtual assistants like around the clock working for customer service. Uh, they know they'll, they'll drop it into the Dropbox and she'll write back, hey, confirmed, here's your $10 refund. And she'll just go into the Shopify and refund them. And then we'll, we'll take five or six of those clips, blade it up, run ads on it. And now I just got a, a high quality video I could run on Facebook all for a month for $60, you know? Do, do people send you videos? Like you get videos all, all too? The, all the time. All the time. I mean, sometimes they're not the best, but like, 
people want to see what they're going to see in their backyard. You know, like it's not normally going to be an Olympic like player diving. It's going to be a mom and somebody out of the barbecue and just hitting the ball up and down. It's awesome. I love, I love, this is why I love like the e-commerce business because it's like, it's all these little, these, all these little things that make the big, right. You have like, absolutely. The site has to convert. You got to have this, but then like, boom, after you buy, you're going to get this $10 off. If you send us a video. Okay. Then two weeks later, we're going to ask you to review it. Like it's all these systems that you've yeah. now learned that you just kind of have running while, while you sleep. It's this like automation. Absolutely. Yeah, compound interest. It's the best little things just build up over time. Okay. Um, I want to talk to you about the best campaign that you ever ran because we're doing a whole new segment and it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. I heard about that. I want you to be a part of it. So, um, do you have an idea for the best campaign? Of course. Yeah. All right. Tell me, tell me about the best campaign you ever ran. I think the toughest thing, right. When you, when you start a company is like, Oh, we're immediately going to get sales with influencers. Right. Uh, but if you have a 20 pound product like ours, you send 10 influencers, a 20 pound product, you're at a couple thousand bucks already. Uh, and then your fingers are crossed that they're actually going to post. Uh, so this dude from Latvia of all places, uh, he hit us up. Uh, he was a professional volleyball player out in Latvia. Uh, and it was like $180 to, uh, to ship the product to him. So we were like, all right, like, we'll, we'll give you the game for like 60 bucks. You pay your shipping and we'll just ship it out. And it went over the seas. We never expected anything from it. And this was when we were selling like, three a day. Like I'd be super pumped if we made like 450 bucks by the end of the day. And I remember waking up in bed and there's, I saw this video on Facebook and it was just like going crazy. And there's like 5 million streams on it, like thousands of comments, hundreds of shares. And it was a dude in Latvia playing with the Olympic Latvian volleyball team, just like diving and going crazy. And it's literally like they sent us the video and we've been running ads on it for two years now. And it's like the, the craziest video. It's like on a beach in Latvia. Like they're, it's awesome. How much, how much revenue do you think you've gotten from that? Oh, easily over two mil. It's amazing. That's, mar- that, that's marketing. Like a real person using your product in another country. You have the footage. All right. We better be able to edit that into this clip. Cause yeah. I think that that'll make it sweet. Yeah, it was awesome. So, I mean, little things like that, you got to take the risk sometimes. Um, and just knowing when, if, if it's perfect, like there's no need to fix it. It was working really well. Uh, and then as we kind of started getting more and more mature with our marketing, we we're like, all right, this athletic clip really fits in with the 18 to like 30 demo. So let's only run it there. Cause the moms don't really care about that. So that's how we've been really getting good life out of it. I love it. All right, Chris, this was, this was awesome. This is exactly what I wanted to get super tactical. We got a bunch of different things. Um, before we wrap up anything you want to plug on the CrossNet side. Um, we're changing the way volleyball's played. This four-way volleyball, we're in over 5,000 gym classes right now. We created it not as volleyball players. We simply legit just wanted a fun thing to do at the beach. And now people all across the world are playing the world's first four-way volleyball game. So go check it out. Uh, come say hi. I'm always available to talk to anybody interested in e-commerce. So absolutely love it. <laughs>